I'm Cindy Lauper. My psoriasis was all over, even on my scalp, which may mean four times the risk for psoriatic arthritis. But Cosentix works on both. Cosentix secukinumab is prescribed for adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis 300 milligram dose and adults with active psoriatic arthritis 150 milligram dose. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. Before starting, get checked for TB. Serious allergic reactions, severe skin reactions that look like eczema, and an increased risk of infections, some fatal, have occurred. Cosentix may lower ability to fight infections, so tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms like fevers, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, had a vaccine or plan to, or if IBD symptoms develop or worsen. Learn more at Cosentix.com or one 844 Cosentix. Ask your doctor about Cosentix. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code WELCOME to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code WELCOME at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com. When it comes to teaching kids and teens about money, practice makes perfect. That's where Greenlight comes in. With a debit card and money app of their own, kids learn to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest. Parents send instant money transfers, create custom chores, and automate allowance while kids track their spending, set savings goals, and practice money skills they can use today and for life. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com slash podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Utah Football Fans Podcast. My name's Bryn with Gary and James. I'm glad to be here. Please like and subscribe and share and follow us on all our socials. Give us a comment. We'd love to have you. And we want to thank our sponsor, Thomas Orthodontics. Look him up at thomasortho.com. And again, till August 1st, you can get $500 off any of your treatment from him if you mention the podcast. So... You're looking to get anything done to your teeth. Now is the time. And if you mention the podcast, you get entered to win a $200 gift card to the Utah Red Zone. So save, saving, I know, go get some teeth whitening or some braces. Um, we also do want to give a shout out. If you haven't checked out our episode from a couple weeks ago, we got to interview Hank Mondaka and he told us all about his awesome foundation, Athletes for Life, and just the coolest work that they are doing with underprivileged kids and sports and bringing football and coaching to the Ute tribe. So check that out and look them up at athletes life. Is that right? You had that written down. Yeah. Yeah. Athletes, the number four dot life dot life. And we've got it in our info there, but it was so fun to talk to him and he's just doing awesome work. So he actually sent me, if you listened to it, he sent me some pictures of him. The play that he broke his leg to prove that it actually really? did happen. Yeah. See that? Yeah, he sent it to me on uh, Instagram or Twitter or something. I'll show. Did it he to really you. break it? Or was he I just... don't know. I, he he was a punter, so he might have just been soft. But he sent me the pictures to prove it. <laughs> I gotta, you you know, send them. I'll to show me, them man. to you. Oh, I didn't see um, that. Also, shout out Greg Bird. Oh yeah, Dirty Bird. This is uh this is on you, buddy. He's oh. our he's our beverage sponsor for oh. the year. 
I gotta be honest, I flew through those beverages very, very quickly. (laughs) So shout out. Um, but no, I mean, you know, we, we do really appreciate, uh, Thomas Ortho. We talk every time I think, you know, sometimes can kind of just become how we start, but we really do appreciate it. It's absolutely, you know, and if it's something that you'd be interested in, in sponsoring in in some fashion, reach out to us, but it's, it's really appreciated. It's, it's, uh, he's a good dude. So if if you are looking for any, you know, orthodontic help, he's he's the guy. Yeah. So get it done. Get it done. Now's the time. Okay. Before we start, I want to say to all of our Pac-12 listeners, you're gonna want to stick around for this episode. This was really hard. By the because way, be forever. I we're we're spreading I'm still not we're spreading love this episode. So you're gonna want to stick around because Plenty it might be love. the only time you're ever gonna hear nice things come out of my mouth about certain teams. So don't go anywhere. Okay. Ooh, a tease. <laughs> a teaser. A teaser. All right. Where do you want to start? All right, let's, let's start here. Well, that's where I... Okay, Athlon Sports gave, you know, like everybody else, their 2023 predictions. Right. <clears throat> Who's going to win the Pac-12? Um, you know, it's typical. USC... Oh, I can't. No, I you can't. Can. Yeah, no, you can. Yeah, no, you can. we have to be nice. No, it's fine. No, we're just be oh. you. USC number one. Oh, so they say USC. Okay, I can get on board. Okay, Washington two. Eh. Utah three. Oh, Oregon four. Oregon four. Oregon State five. UCLA six. Washington State seven. Okay, and then filler, filler, filler. Arizona, filler, Cal at nine. <laughs> Anus U is 10. Wow. Up from last year. Colorado. Stanford. 11, and then Stanford at the the bottom. What do you think? I mean, any any thoughts? I mean, we've talked about that. I I, I can get on that. I'm a little surprised that they put Utah ahead of Oregon. Yeah, me too. That surprises me. I think that, I mean, it's disrespectful, as we talked about in the past, where they always put Utah. So it, it does surprise me. I think that the top four is... Very interchangeable. I, I really think you could make an argument for any combination of one through four there. Um, yeah, I think it's about right. I'm fine with it at this at, at this point. At this point, I'm going to be surprised any list that doesn't put USC at number one. Yeah. Which is annoying. Well, they all will. But that's going to surprise me more than anything else is anyone that puts... No, it's not going to happen. And it's not going to happen. No, I mean, if you had opened that and said that Washington won... USC too. That would have surprised me. Yeah, yeah, but other than that, okay. So, is why I mean Washington no. b- better than Oregon? That's I would put. I wouldn't. I I don't think so personally. I would put USC, probably Oregon, Utah, Washington. That would probably be if I had to put a list together. <laughs> that probably be where I. Would I mean, put I would it. be good with that. You know. I don't I guess know. I, too I don't, don't know. I feel like the way both teams were going with, at the end of the season, I don't know. I can see you putting Washington ahead. Well, I can see it, but yeah. Why are they discounting Oregon? I'm not sure I, I get know. that. It's a good thing they play the games to find out. I oh. guess we're going to find <laughs> out find in out. Uh, six months from now. No, no. We've only got two months. Till it starts. I know, but it feels like so long. All right, here's the other thing. Yeah, till it starts. <laughs> uh, let's see. Who is this? JWP Sports, I'm not sure what that means, but they gave their their uh, 2024 draft order for 
quarterbacks. In Jeez. other words, they're top five. They haven't even played the season yet. People. Yeah, all this stuff's kind of stupid. We <laughs> all know bait, it. But we got something <laughs> to talk fun. about. No, I mean, it's interesting because here's why. Uh, there, there's five of the top of the top five. It's not the order, but the top quarterbacks, oh. how they say it. Okay. Or line them up. Mr. Of Model. the top five, four are from the Pac-12. And that's kind of the... Jeez. No kidding. That's Four? Yeah, that's the list. Well, you that ha- isn't a lot of lists, these quarterbacks out of the Pac-12. So, Pretty Boy is number one. Mr. Catwalk. Hey, uh, Bo Nix, too. They have Bo Nix, too. As the second QB that will would get go on off the board. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. I think it's high, personally, but... Wow. For the NFL. This, yeah. yeah, this is no. the yeah, NFL. Yeah, I mean, draft. that's what's... Cr- I mean... Okay, keep going. Uh, I got to take that back. There's, there's only there's three of the top five. Okay, even but, still, so, yeah. Uh, Drake May, North Carolina. Yeah, I'm hearing really really good things about yeah, him. He's three. Penix is four. And then Jordan Jeez. Travis from uh, Florida State would be five. Here's here's my question. So, those kind of are the consensus top three quarterbacks in our league. I I think right now, if you were to say. I feel like one, if not two, have to take a step backwards from last year. I would just think. I think. Well, Nick's, Kay- Nick's didn't have a fantastic he year had last a, year. He had a good Very year going. Good year. Well, he did get injured. He so. got hurt, but he he surprised me. I mean, he came over from the uh, SEC, Old Miss. I think it was an Old Miss. I think that's who it was. No Auburn. no, Auburn. Auburn. That's who it was. I could see the blue helmet. <laughs> Comes over, and I didn't. I, I had low expectations. He really surprised me. Panics kind of came out of nowhere. And then Caleb Williams. I just can see one or two of them not having that level of season. Mm-hmm. I don't know who it would be. Williams. <clears throat> okay, but even even Williams a step he, down. I okay, know, he's still, uh, still a top five quarterback. We're talking about sure. the NFL. Have fun, okay. have fun in Houston. And so, uh, yeah, Bo Nix, I think he's a fantastic College. college QB. I just don't see it translating to the NFL, but hey, whatever. But that's cool still. It is cool. How far does the list go? Only get, it's uh, only, only got the to five. five. They only gave five. I didn't look I didn't look further than that. So I don't know where they've got rising or anybody else for that matter. Anyway, that's their list. Okay. That's pretty cool though. Three of the top five out of the entire country come out of the Pac twelve. So I watched and we play all three of them. Oh god. Josh Pate. <laughs> I think most people who follow who follow uh, sports and he has pod a podcast and a bunch does a bunch of other stuff. He's good. I like he's listening very to good. him. He's, he's great. very good. He's not as good as us, but he's good. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's I'd good put him us. two right after us. <laughs> Joel Clatt, maybe three. Mm, yeah, Clatt. <laughs> Clatt's a little below us. Yogi Roth below Logie, that. Oh no. Logie. Did I just call him Logie? Logie. Logie Loth. We can edit that. Logie Loth. Edit. Ooh, how would you rank those guys? Clats one. Joel Clats my Klatt's number one. one. I feel like actually. I don't know, man. He's lo- a freaking Colorado Homer. I yeah. know, but I, I love, can't get beyond it yet. I love listening to his stuff. That's a great question right there. To cut you off, who's number one? We I haven't we thought about. We'll get to that. Clats. <laughs> no, you got to have a number one. I don't have a number one. I know you're number one. <laughs> Feinbaum. No. <laughs> Fine bomb. I read something from him today. That guy makes me sick. Why do you do it? Why do you? I know you like torture yourself. You're a you're a JB. Whatever. Coach JB. Coach JB. That's that's your guy. Man, he sizzles the ears with his language, but I kind of like his takes. (laughs) I mean, I I can take some language. 
Well, but he pushes the limit. But he goes like, on a rant. Oh, oh my gosh. It's like, it, yeah. Get out a counter of how many. Oh, <laughs> F. <laughs> 216 in like 30 up. seconds. <laughs> Jeez. All right. The answer is Joel okay, Klatt. Okay. Right, go back. Go back. Going back to Josh Pate, he gave his boldest college predictions. And so he went, he talked about a bunch of stuff. Okay. He talked uh, with Oklahoma, at least this segment. Will Oklahoma win the Big 12? And he gave his, what he thought about that? Will, I mean, I'll just say, probably, I could see him doing it. But then he talked about Ohio State and Michigan, and he goes, will, so the bold prediction, or the question was, will Michigan and Ohio State be in the playoffs again like last year? Okay. My answer to that is, no, not going to happen. One of them will because some things that had come into place last year. Yeah. And I'm just going to say Penn State's going to have be in the mix of this thing. I think yeah. don't overlook Penn State. They're either going to be in it or they're going to beat one of those teams and knock them out of it. Well, that you're exactly right. I think that depending on what so happens I see with, their, it. with their quarterback, who's supposed to be really good, I think you're right. I think that they've got three potential playoff teams, but two of them aren't going to make it. Well, they're nah, not this year. Not this one year. Of, somebody will, I think. They're getting rid of divisions this year, so then it yeah, because right. see that was always that's right. That was always a disadvantage because all three of them, right? We're all on the same side. They're all on the same yeah, side. They're on the same side of the coin. So uh-huh. suddenly, it's now going to be Wild West, like we saw last year, and it opens it up. But no, I don't no. see two of them. Two making are not going to be in the playoffs. No. Two out of the, it's not going to happen. So and then he gets to this question. Uh, let's let let's. Uh, Hear what he has to say and make some comments on it. They just want to win the game. Take care of it that way. Uh, in the Pac-12, bold prediction from DJ. He said Utah will three-peat as Pac-12 champs from Salt Lake City. Yeah. Producer Jesse, the cam rising of our office, offers the following <laughs> feedback. That's a compliment right there. We don't know about cam rising. Signed, cam rising. Uh, we was talking about health. I assume he'll be ready to go for fall camp. And that's a bold assumption, but we are nothing if not bold around here. There's like a six-pack of contenders in the Pac-12. And when I mean that, when I say that, I mean, if you look at the odds, or if you just look at it with your own eyes, you know that you got USC, you got Oregon, you got Washington, Utah. And Oregon State and UCLA also round out that top six. And once you get past that, it's a pretty steep drop-off. Till you get to the pretty much the back half of the conference. So here's the thing about Utah's schedule. Out of all the teams in that top six, Utah is the team that has to play the other five in that top six. That's insane. So it is not an easy schedule whatsoever. They are 23rd in returning production, which is pretty good. But USC, which figures to be a team they would have to jump over, is 10th. And I am, for that reason, making this prediction an 8.75. The odds are never in Utah's favor. They always defy them. And so this is no different. It's not me doubting them. It's just me understanding in the preseason, I would lean other teams over Utah, which is their existence. And they make (laughs) fools out of people who say sorts of things like that regularly. And they'll have to do it again because I'm saying 8.75. However, if you want to be entertained... They open against Florida, and they play Baylor, I believe, the very next week. So you got to give two thumbs up for Utah scheduling tough out-of-conference games, knowing they still got to play a really, really tough stretch in conference. 
last bold prediction. All right. There you, you have it. I want applause. Give, give your applause. We need the applause. Where is it? It's the one that the says clap. USC. No. <laughs> Joel. Josh. Josh. I got Joel Clatt in my head. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> hey, for a, for a national guy, that's some that's some depth right there. That's everything we've always said. It's because he listens to the show. Oh. He does. Oh, he listens. That's he why. he called me. He wanted some input. I gave it to him. Oh, got it. Makes sense. And he's sense spot now. on. I I I listened to it, and he and he is man. I it, we said it, I think two, um a few weeks ago anyway. Whenever we were together, uh yeah, it's Cam Rising. That's that's the wild card. How healthy he is. So let's just presume that he is. So going from there. Look, our schedule's brutal. And I did not realize that we were of the top teams, of the top, what did he say, five, five six? Five or six, top we six. We play all the others. All the other top five. The only one that the plays only of them. The other. So That's now, insane. Yeah. It's a gauntlet. It's crazy. And yet USC was whining about their schedule. <laughs> oh, we, we need two buys. <laughs> but then I did like the fact, and it is true. Still beat you. Is we we right out of the gate, Florida, then Baylor, and then the gauntlet, which we will play this year. So expectations, I, I'm just hearing good things from people about the team. Because you do hear that every year. But some people I respect when they're talking about our defense and stuff like that, they just really, they're excited about the potential. But I do like the and isn't it true, though, every year, typically anyway, Utah is under the radar. Yeah, it's it's USC, it's Oregon, it's Utah. This year it's Washington, Oregon, USC, and, and Utah. But every year, so we're always at least the last three years or yeah. whatever it's been. What I like so much is, <laughs> yeah, this year is going to be, it's not a cakewalk for anybody, but especially us. I hadn't realized that stat. But what I really do like, all eyes are on the Pac-12 this year from from all these national guys who most of the time, let's be honest, they don't pay any attention to the Pac-12. They couldn't care no. less about what we're doing, who we're playing, and suddenly this year people are paying attention to the fact that it is going to be a dogfight, and I think everyone's interested to see who's going to actually come out on top because it's going to be entertaining. Whether... Your team is going to be the one to do it or not. It's going to be entertaining. Hopefully. I mean, yeah, I agree 100%. I, the two things for me, one, yeah, it all comes down to Cam, right? And he has to stay healthy. That, yeah. that first game, who knows? And then he's got to stay healthy. You know, maybe we pull a Washington State like we did last year and, you know, Pig Farmer comes in. But that's, that's not sustainable. The other nope. thing to, to remember on this is I'm as jacked as anybody to play Florida week one. Right, like that. I, I go to bed every night, and I'm like seventy-four more days, seventy-four more days. I mean, <laughs> He's got it's like insane. a little I do. calendar you flip over. Here's the thing: those first two games, they're not. I don't want to use the word irrelevant because okay, if you want to go to the playoff, you got to win them. But the the goal is to three peat here. So, okay, Utah fans, if it happens, don't don't jump off a bridge like people were last year. Because guess what? We still went. And won the Pac-12. So I'm just saying. I want to win them all, man. Okay, so do, oh, do you? <laughs> Here's James trying to be all tempered over no, here. No, Mr. Tempered? Realistic. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's logical. I don't want to lose to Florida. Did I say I, I don't want to lose to Baylor. Yeah. I want to knock them both out. And then let's get down to business. I'm just saying. 
Mr. Oh, all of a sudden he's Mr. Rational over here. I know, here. this is weird. It's like you guys have flipped. We flipped wow. tonight. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm ecstatic, but let's get to that season because it's going to, it is. I mean, oh, I didn't know that either. Man. We're the only team that plays the rest of the top, including UCLA in that top six is a little bit of a stretch if you ask yeah. me. Although they've got this five-star quarterback. <laughs> so what? Who knows? I don't care. And then it drops off significantly. But playing all those teams and a lot of them on the road, I mean, at USC. Oh, shit. At Washington. At Washington. It's yeah. tough, man. Yeah, yeah we're going to do it, though. We're going to go undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to go to some comments that we received over the last... No, don't clip that. Uh, over the last, I don't know what it is, month or so, we've had some comments. This is from um, Lewis Birch. I think, we've, I think we've read him before, but he said, Oregon State is going to win the Pac-12. Write that down. <laughs> Well, you just you want to comment on that? You just contradict any chance James. they win it? Yeah, yeah, I think there's a chance. Oregon State? Yeah, yeah. I think Oregon Oregon State is the the dark horse. You freaking guys out of your minds! Oh, no, 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 I I could see it. Of all of those teams, uh-huh. Oregon State. Here, write this down. Oregon State, you will not win the Pac-12 this year. <laughs> okay, I would not be the least bit surprised if Oregon oh, State. I would be extremely makes surprised. The, makes the championship game. Don't. And everyone agrees with me. They do not. Except Lewis Burke. People, what do you think? Just, do you look, agree with him or us? I People, know, you agree with me. I, there are those six teams. Oregon State's one of them. They have a great defense, a good run game, and they upgraded at quarterback. I'm just telling you. Oregon State was good last year. Yeah. Oregon State almost beat USC within, like, a few points. If, and if Oregon know, State if, sent us to the Pac-12 championship game. But, thanks, Beavs. They were good last year. Yeah, they were, and they've upgraded. Okay. Of course, it's a huge I'm long I'm not shot. saying they're not good. I could see it happening. I could see it happening. But of all the other teams, no way. Stranger things have happened right. in the Pac-12. Comment two. What's her name? This is your friend, Bryn. What's her it, name? Oh, uh, Well, hip-hop lover something, John. I think it's a dude with just a girl picture. Is that That's what odd. it is? That's pathetic, hip-hop John. I'm just assuming because your name's hip-hop, hip-hop John. No, lover John. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> you guys are so old. <laughs> what does this say? What kind of language? What kind of voice is that? That's my... Wait, wait, three years old? Let me put my glasses on. Let me do the Gary. Holy Okay, we, Bryn, Bryn has not heard this. We can burn ants with those when the sun's up. <laughs> Hip-hop lover John doesn't, Hip-hop like, lover doesn't John. like me very much. I think I've... So, right, Bryn... Let's hear it. Let's hear it. This, let's hear it. Go this is what it is. I love when people just... Rail rip on, on Bryn. <laughs> This woman in the middle. That's me. And then it's a and then the woman a, in the middle. A barf emoji. Her emotions take over from being reasonable at all. <laughs> it's a USC fan, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it is. USC's offense. Hey, but I'll back up. She does she does watch and make comments, usually derogatory, but that's fine. I think it's a he, but yeah. He her. He her he, I'm not sure. USC's offense is even more stacked than last year with an even better O-line. Okay. They got six legit starters at wideout and picked up the number one wideout in the country. Okay. Okay. As well as the number one tight end for 2023. No, I'll argue that tight end. Yeah, that's not right. Yeah. Okay. Okay, keep going. They also got a solid and experienced backfield. Not to mention the number one coach play caller in Lincoln Riley. Okay. Okay. And Cliff Kingsbury, who will be the be another advisor. 
I can't see Caleb taking a step back at all. Take hey, it away, Bryn. Um, hip hop lover John. Was your offense the problem last year? No. Next slide. Did you <laughs> did you have a good quarterback last year? Yes, you did. Did you have amazing receivers last yeah, year? Yeah, the number one receiver yes, in the country. Did you have a good offensive line last year? Yes, you did. Did you have Lincoln Riley last year? Yes, you did. Did you have all these great offensive advisors last year? Yes, you did. And you lost to Utah twice. So And why was that? Because we were better. Because we were better, and you can't tackle. And did you bring back your defensive coordinator from last year? Yes, you did. There we go. So. All right. Yes, the offense was awesome, amazing. You still lost with it. And nothing's changed. So and Kingsbury, really? He was a loser at Arizona, Arizona. Cardinals. Yeah, that doesn't, and I'm still, that doesn't impress me. I'm still sticking by that Williams, his head has gotten too big. It's going to get in the way. He can't put his helmet on anymore. It's, his head's too big. Because I heard that hamstring... That you hurt in the first so, quarter doesn't. Speaking of Joel Klatt, I watched Joel Klatt <laughs> interviewed by um, Cow Turd. Okay, Cow Turd is the biggest homer for USC. Oh, he just <laughs> gobbles him up. Oh my gosh, it's it's it, it's gross. So I've actually stopped watching him, Same. but I watched one little clip and Klatt was on there and they were talking, of course, about USC and Caleb Williams and and what Joel Klatt said is the only thing that's going to stop. Uh, Williams is Williams. Is Williams, and, and he happen. can't do stupid stuff. And he made some things, and he goes like painting his nails. Did Joel Clat call us? Yeah. Did he, he listen? DM'd, he DM'd us. You didn't see that? He was like, "What do you guys think about this?" I mean, how, see, me and Joel, we're just like on the same page here. I I agree completely. <laughs> I think that Caleb Williams is an incredible football player. Yeah, you, there's no there's no denying. That. I watched no. him in person twice and went, "This is unbelievable." I saw passes go. Okay, that's NFL. But when your defense gives up 45 points to Utah's offense, that's a problem. Your defense, though, is supposed to be better. But Okay, well, okay, time will tell. This is from <laughs> John Lover, or whatever your freaking name was. John Getz, 8585. Well, hip-hop lover John, you're going to want to stick around because... <sighs> yeah, you're going to want to record this later. I have to say nice things. <laughs> I know, I'm is excited. that possible? Um, it was hard. Okay, this is an interesting one because uh, John Getz must have gone back and listened to one of our episodes. I can't remember which one. But we were talking about, I don't know if it was about this draft or we we did another one about the quarterbacks and their size in the NFL and what's re- mm-hmm. okay. the importance of it. Mm-hmm. So John Getz must have watched whatever one it was, a previous episode, and said, you cannot judge a quarterback by size. Okay. Look at Sam Darnold. He should have been an NFL instant superstar. And Darnold, by the way, was six, is 6'3", 225. So that's his point. He's been, been, he's been anything but that. Well, okay. Give me a 5'11 in Drew Brees all day long. Who can read a defense and deliver a strong football accurately? And you got a winner. Okay. Okay. <laughs> There's always exceptions to the rule. Yeah. And so what I did. Oh, uh, my gosh. Look what look you did. Look what you did. John, John Getz, 85, 85. Look what you did. But what James said is absolutely true. There's always an outlier. There's always exceptions. But can I just... I'll be really quick. I can't believe you wrote all these down. <laughs> I'm very thorough. When you're retired. Do you know how to do a spreadsheet? Yeah, it's on yellow paper. <laughs> 
with handwritten. Let's pull up Google Docs on his computer and just le- just make it really easy. Well, you just him. listen. So the guy said it. Do- the, the size doesn't matter. Give me Drew Brees. Okay. Well, <clears throat> is there a prototype? Size doesn't matter. Thank you. Is there a? That's a blessing just, in his life. I was just thank you. I had that running through my head. What, when you what did said you have running? I uh, just you know. Finally, somebody said it. John Getz said it. Thank you, John. Mahomes, 6'3", 230. Uh, okay. Burrow. These are the top QBs in the NFL. Yeah. I'm not He's talking... 6'3"? 6'3", 230. Burrow, 6'4", 221. Rogers, 6'2", 222. Josh Holmes Allen, 6'5", 237. Lawrence, 6'6", 220. Herbert, 6'6", 240. Jalen Hurts, 6'1", 223. He's a small one in the He's, he's the smallest, but he's still 220. Lamar Jackson, 6'2, and always hurt. 212. Stafford, 6'3, 220. Fields, 6'3, 217. Prescott, 6'2, 228. Now here's okay, here's the other quarterbacks. So there you go. Those those are the top QBs. Right now. Russell yeah. Wilson, 5'11, 215, and he sucks. <laughs> Kyler Murray. 510 207 sucks. Baker. Oh, Baker. Six foot 215. Tua, six foot 217. And now here's guys that are going to be in the Hall of Fame Brady, 6'4, 225. Manning, 6'5, 230. Favre, 6'2, 223. Elway, 6'3, 215. Marino, 6'4, 227. Montana, 6'2, 205. Troy Aikman, 6'4", 220. So when the guy says the size doesn't matter, I mean, dude, I get it. Drew Brees, 5'11", he was fantastic, but he's an outlier. That's not the prototype you want. You can look for yourself who has succeeded. Now, of course, you got to be able to throw the ball. Just because you're tall and big doesn't matter. But in the NFL, it's a different game. And clearly, the prototype for an NFL quarterback is at least 6'2". And two, nearly two twenty, more like six three. Of these guys, six three. Oh, Caleb Williams. I was just wondering what are his so let me, stats. So tell oh, he has them. I got them. All right, let's. Uh, this but here's me. here's this I'll start. Surprised me. Here's where I'll start though. Is that Bryce Young? Is he padding his stats. Bryce Young, number one pick. He was short. Five ten. Yep. Two oh five. My prediction all along is. And I he know people last. are saying he's going to be great, but I don't see it. I don't think it's going to happen. This guy's too it's too small. Unless you can, you know, grow like four inches and put on twenty pounds. <laughs> I'm not saying he's not talented. The NFL is a different beast. <clears throat> now, if he becomes the Drew Brees, good for him. Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to matter. Stroud, C.J. Stroud. I'm surprised by this. Six three to eighteen. That sounds about right. He's got a typical NFL. Frame he can put weight on so then Caleb Williams six one two twenty. That's shorter than I thought. So he's he'd shorter. Be. So he's right. Barely. I thought he'd be like six three. He's, so he's very much though. He's still in that. The Jalen hurts, and yeah. he has talent, and all that stuff. But look, six six two six three, two twenty. That's now. Having said that, I don't think. Richardson with the Colts. I don't. He's like, he's a, what is he, 6'5", 245? He's huge. He's garbage. 
Sorry. He's, he couldn't even – he didn't even – I think his percentage – Completion percentage at like Florida 50, was like fifty eight percent or something. Less, yeah, like fifty college man. In this college. is the NFL. You got to be at sixty eight percent in call or in pro. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm Just really because he's big doesn't that. mean him. They took a they took a, they took a flyer a, anyway, on that. Yeah. I don't know what you can, So John Hurts or whatever your name is John gets gets. <laughs> there's my answer. See what you did, John. All right. Very informative. Very informative though, isn't it? <laughs> That's what we're here for. <laughs> Information. All right. Information. Introduce our next section, Bryn. <sighs> okay. Right, Bryn. Uh, this was a challenge, but I thought, you know. I don't have. Do I have it? Did I wrote a few things down? Well, I wrote down I, up here. We, you know, Cheating? We, we like to always we give like our opinions, positive. which are not always loving towards the other Pac-12 teams. So we thought oh, on this episode and this episode only, we <laughs> each we each have to We've say. We've been positive to teams. Yeah. We each have to say two nice things about every Pac-12 team. I could, there were some teams I couldn't come up with two. <laughs> I don't think I even have one, some for one. Well, you're going to have to come up with something. <laughs> and some of a lot of mine, like, overlap. I know. So. <clears throat> How do you want to do it? We, we can't go on forever. No. We just each say ours. You want to go team by team for yeah. each yeah. of us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. We're going to start with Colorado. I just kind of went from... Crap to Ge- Geogra- Well, I kind of just went geographically. <laughs> it hasn't started yet. It hasn't started yet. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't started oh, yet. Yeah, Gary, call, you have to say nice things. Are you? Do you want to start with Colorado? Sure. You're Here's nice the positive. Uh, the hype that we've got in the league because of Dion, good for the league. I appreciate that. Very good for the league. Okay. The other, the other is since we've joined the Pac-12... They're two and ten against us, so I'm for, that's a very positive thing. Thank you. Uh, yep, good that was shot. that was good kind shot. of backhanded. That a, positive? That was a little, that was you know, a little no. backhanded. Thank you. Compliment. Thank you. All right, Bryn. <clears throat> um, mine is similar. I've never seen a team create more preseason hype than Colorado. Than Colorado has. Colorado. 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 I mean. USC kind of had it last year with Lincoln Riley, but I don't yeah, well, even think it compares. A bit it's bit. like the hype is unbelievable, and I do think it's good for the Pac-12. Um, the other compliment I will give you, Colorado, is it pains me to say this, but you did win the Pac-12 before Utah did, and that always just... Uh, Which is crazy. It hurts to say, but you did it. So hang your hat on that. Uh, my two. One, they have the best mascot, Ralphie. Mm. They've got, they actually have a freaking buffalo that comes out and runs people That's over. That's true. I like that. That's awesome. Runs people over. Like, it, it's amazing. I think that every school should have something like that. <laughs> That's one. And then I think their color scheme is top-notch. I love the black and gold. Really? Yeah. I, I love it. I can't say it. Yeah, I love We're it. We're being very positive. We're being very positive. I won't say a negative thing. Thank you for this. Okay. All right. That's um, all you get, Colorado. Mm, soak it up. Arizona. <sighs> I only have one. Okay, I'll go. Um, I can go. Oh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> you could only come up with one? Same. <laughs> and what it is is the positive is I, I like it when they had Rich Rod as the, <laughs> as the coach because I like watching him like blow his eyes. His head was blow all the time in a game. I really enjoyed watching that, so that was my positive. But I, and I do like the weather in the cold months. 
Arizona. Okay. Where's my pot? 90 degrees in November. It was so freaking yeah, that hot was... in that. Yeah, I'm still sunburned from that day on that <laughs> dumpster of cement, a stadium. Cement stadium. You can't. Hey, positive. You can wrap, wrap the positive in a bunch mm. of negative. Friend? That's, that's Gary's specialty right now, apparently. Um, I think Arizona, I think you are on the rise. I think you're. That's nice. Well, I think it's true. It's I true. feel like they, you're starting to get there. I think this coach that you have, he might be the ones to help you do it. And then I really like Arizona's colors. I like their red, white, and blue. I do. I don't red. like their white, but I do like the, that I agree with you I on like that. I like their white. Their white uni. Well, like when they white. wear the white. Okay. I just like their red, white, and blue. Very so patriotic colors. I couldn't come up with two. Uh, there wasn't two. Yeah, there is. I mean, I just said two. I gave you two. I can't. I couldn't be like, oh, like their uniforms. Like that's just a. a you just said you like Colorado. I can't hey. do it for every single one. All I'm saying is, I be positive. <laughs> I like their 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 coach Jeff uh, Fish. I think his name is. I like the direction that they're taking the program. I I'm with you on on your statement. I think they're getting better, and I like the way they're building it. I think that yeah. they're building it in a very like Utah esque way, and I I appreciate that. I still don't think that they're anywhere near the top of the league, but they're a team that all of a sudden can come out and catch Oregon and beat them. I love that. Okay, next team. Oh. Um, Arizona State, and if you'll notice, I'm using their correct name. That's right, Arizona State, and being a positive. Pat Tillman. Everyone knows Pat Tillman. Yeah. Um, that's a great, I don't know, gave his life for the, for the cause. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's fantastic. The other is the positive is that they beat Washington last year and basically knocked them out of the uh, – <laughs> and gave Utah <laughs> the opening. True. So That's thank true. you. That was very positive. ASU, I appreciate that. <laughs> ASU. My, mine is um, – I've – this, I, I had to think about this, but I have never really had negative interactions with their fans. What are you talking about? Are you no, out of your mind? No, I. My, a lot of any animosity I have is towards their players and some of the coaches that has happened within games that they played Utah. Yes, <clears throat> it's not positive. so much not so much the fans. And then my other one about that's, what, that's the positive. Yeah, that okay. Their fans aren't horrible. <laughs> as horrible as other schools, <laughs> right? Okay. Um, okay. Then my other one is. That they can sneak up on you and beat teams that you would never expect. And they beat Washington last year. And then in 2021, they beat USC, UCLA, and Washington. Wow, I didn't know that. In that year. So they're kind of one of those teams where you you just, oh, it's just ASU. And then sometimes they beat, they beat the big guys. So there you go. There's my compliments. Um, I have one for Arizona State University. And it's kind of a... They need to go back to Sparky, the logo that they had like in the nineties. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. The, the little the devil with the, the devil the pork, with the. Do you like fork? that? Yes. The, it is in my opinion versus the verse pitchfork. Uh, pitchfork is cool for like a a side thing, kind of like when Utah does the big thing, like the big interlocking U or drum and feather once a, once a season. But Sparky with the pitchfork. In my opinion, is the the best logo in the Pac-12. They need to go back to that. Okay. Yes, what? this love fest. Oh. This is over the top. I love it. I love it. 
Okay, that's fair. So that, that's you're, all I'm saying. You're entitled. Outside of that, oh, that's all I got. Sparky? Yeah. It's so cool. It's so cool. I, good for you. I can't believe they, they ever went away from it. When they do their throwback uniforms, oh, wow. Okay. Um, let's go. Hey, this was your idea. I know. That's, this hurt me. To, that one shocked me. This hurt me. I'm shocked. I'm shocked just, me. Uh, Cal. Cal. Okay, Cal. Of course, I lived. Yeah, that's true. 20 minutes from Berkeley in the mid-70s. That's where I, I lived in Oakland. Go down the Warren Freeway, and I was at Berkeley. <laughs> and so anyone who knows, when I say Telegraph Avenue, which that avenue in Berkeley ends basically right at the campus. Okay. And it was, back then it was Hippiesville. Everyone, so it's Telegraph and Hippiesville. That, <laughs> it was like... <laughs> Anything you wanted, anything or get anything, go to Telegraph with all the hippies. Now it's just a bunch of wannabes. But the, so Telegraph Avenue on the that led to the campus means a lot. Okay. A lot of history with Telegraph, you know, the seventies and on. Uh, and then the other one is they are part of what's called the play, one of the greatest plays in the history of college football. Band on the field play. So Stanford scores. There's four seconds left. Uh, Stanford kicks off. And so Cal starts doing a bunch of laterals. It's like five laterals almost taken down. But then the Stanford band comes onto the field. Of course it's the and the guy ran through it. And they scored. And won the game. <laughs> so all of the Stanford bands on half the field... It's called The Play. Look it up. If you've never seen it, it's amazing. If you've never seen that, where are you, what are you doing? A lot of people, That's I'm sure. One. But anyway, that. Cal. That's a good one. Um, mine for Cal is Aaron Rodgers. I mean. That's true. He's kind of a weird dude, but. Lynch, too. I mean, talented. Oh, did I rip that? You stole mine, but yeah, I'll, I'll accept it. Um, <laughs> and really, the only way to go is up. <laughs> That's positive. Positive. Uh, yep. Okay, for me, Marshawn Lynch. Love Marshawn Lynch. Um. um there's a video of him rolling around on the field on the in the golf cart. Just, <laughs> I love that video so much. So, I mean, he's from Oakland, so the fact that he's from Oakland and then went to Cal, it's pretty cool. Oakland Tech, I believe, is where he wow. went to high school. And then I've been to me, Oakland Tech. Um, I've I've been to one game at their stadium, and I was it was like Arizona. I was sitting on the surface of the sun. It was unbelievable. <laughs> it was Geeksville. It kind of. It was positive, kind of painful, positive. but positive. I will say from where I was seated, 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 <laughs> where it was seated, you got the field, <laughs> and then I've got this crazy view of the entire San Francisco Bay, mm. and I can see. I mean, I'm kind of like, okay, this is a really cool atmosphere as far as like location. That's about a, like positive I can say about. Cal. Okay, that's Those good. Are good. I like it. Though. Those are good. Okay, Stanford. Stanford, look. Okay, just, this is weird, but, you know, their mascot is so stupid, the tree. Uh, yeah, fear the I, tree. That I like it. <laughs> it is so weird, that little tree bouncing around. If you've never seen it, look it up. They've seen what it. What do they call it, the tree? It's the tree. The tree. It's so stupid, I like it. Fear the tree. Okay. And then the other positive is I just appreciate all the freaking geniuses on the football team. They're the ones that keep, you know, tech going and... <laughs> building rockets and all sorts of stuff. Like during halftime. Yeah. Yeah. They they are on, 
on their computers figuring out plays at halftime. I appreciate that. You're very, very smart. So there's my compliment. <laughs> um, and you have a new coach, so I think that's a positive. We'll see how that goes, but there's my two. And I would say, though, can I just throw a quick one in? I do appreciate that they've kept their basic uniform the same all these mm. years. I love the tradition. Yeah, for me, I remember I went to a basketball game with you years ago, and as I was sitting there, I was pulling up all the players on my phone and their majors. Oh, yeah. If, unbelievable. Like, like, double and triple double majors. Double and triple dude. majors of, of literal Bio, things. I can't even say what they do. I couldn't pronounce two-thirds of it. I'm just going, yeah. I, I can't pronounce what they're majoring <laughs> in, and they're majoring them in four different things yeah. and playing basketball at the same time. Like, the student-athlete, I tremendous respect for and the fact that Stanford can keep that level and for a while they were really good Mm -hmm. so when they were really good and they had that level of expectation of their athlete I I respect that a lot okay Oregon State so Oregon State for me is this two two things first is I appreciate their team and the way they play because it's very much the the image of how Utah plays Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways to me and uh I don't know. That's a positive. And it's starting to work for them. They're going to be very, very good. The other is we have a cabin. And uh, at least years ago, there was a lot of beavers up there chopping down trees. So I like beavers. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, Oregon State. True? It's true. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So I like their mascot. That's what I'm saying. I think Oregon State, you're flying under the radar. We already talked about that earlier. I do think that you could be scary good this year, but you're just kind of underneath everyone's radar. Um, Also, you kicked the crap out of Florida in the Vegas Bowl, which was fun to see. And you beat Oregon last year, which helped us out immensely. Oh, yeah. So thank you. Hold on. I have been an Oregon State fan once in my life, and it was last <laughs> last year. So that was awesome. Last November. Especially, I mean, they were down 21 points, and I was like, what's going on? Come back, win. So a nice job. Um, they are one of maybe two teams that can have the logo with the little sailor hat and pull it off. That's it. I love I love that they're, they're the beavers because it's Oregon. Again, go back. Stop with this weird little streamlined beaver face. Go back to the one with the little... With the little the I'll car- have to go back and look at that thing, beaver. man. The little the little cartoon beaver with beaver the with a hat. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> go back to that. Okay. Okay. Oregon. Oregon. Okay. Oregon. I like your colors. I've always liked the Oregon colors. Now, some of the combinations and the fluorescent colors, I'm not so much a fan of. But the basic color of the green and yellow, they're cool. I like them. And Haloti Nada played for Oregon, mm-hmm. who went to Highland High School uh, here in Salt Lake City. So that's a positive. I always followed him when he was there and when he went into the NFL. So That's a good one. Um, I mean, their national brand recognition, you can't argue with. Oregon is known everywhere, and I think that's really cool. I also love, I mean, we talked about how Utah gets to play Florida and Baylor this year. Oregon plays the big teams every year. And I think that's really commendable. Like this year they play Texas tech. They played Georgia last year. And the year before that, they played Ohio state to start the season. And yeah, I have massive respect for the teams that will do that versus playing just the cupcake teams every year. Alabama. Yeah. 
Okay, go. Um, I'm jealous of their 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 Nike connection. Well, I mean, I, I, to have such a, a a brand that just caters everything to you. I mean, I'm with you. I think sometimes it goes a little too crazy, but I'm jealous of that. That would be incredible to have a connection like that. Um, and and I, their fan base, they're insane, but I got to respect it. I got to respect their fan base. They are having lived up there. Do I? They are. Yeah, we're pausing. Pause, they're crazy, man. Pause, and I, re- I, I get it. Okay. All right. Washington State. Washington State, Mike Leach. Yeah. Rest in peace. I love Mike Leach. I thought he was a great coach, plus he's just a unique personality. And I do like the air raid offense that he ran, and they're still trying to run. I like that wide open stuff, though, you know, they haven't quite perfected it yet. But I I enjoy watching that kind of offense. They can light it up pretty quick. Those are my exact two. I think Mike Leach, he was... (laughs) Such a weird guy, but an amazingly talented coach. And I think it's cool to have a team that's known so well for an offense. Like, everyone knows the air raid offense you think of Washington yeah. State. And I think that's cool. Honestly, my, I only had one, and it was Mike Leach. <laughs> I, like the, when you think Washington State, yeah, the two things that come to my mind is, is Mike Leach. I couldn't tell you their current coach. It, I have no idea. And the fact that they're in Pullman, and it's a 15-hour jaunt. From anywhere to get there, and that's not a positive. So, that's so Mike it. Leach, Mike Leach, Mike Leach. Okay. okay, Washington, Washington Huskies. I like dogs, so I like that. <laughs> yes, I love dogs. So the Husky, I'm in, I'm all in for that. Uh, and Chris Peterson, when he was the coach, I have a lot of respect for that guy. I'm surprised he isn't coaching. I guess he's not still. I well, don't not. think he is. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he was a great coach. It was tough to uh, to beat. Did we beat him? Mm-hmm. Anyway, good yeah. coach. Okay, Washington. Best mascot, best colors, best stadium. If uh, that's three. I well, that's all, and that's only one of mine. Whoa, whoa, Washington! You would be my team if I didn't have one. Um, what? I what, the f- what happened? They went, and I had not. I had not realized this. What's going on. I love I I love the purple and the gold. I love the husky and I love their stadium. Okay. I had not realized they went from four and eight to eleven and two in one season. One season. Have you realized that? That's impressive. Yeah. So and they're in the talk of all championship, Penix, all of this stuff. I think in yeah, one a, in one season you did that. That's that's, that's amazing. That's props. So for me. Um, the fact any any team that can be that purple and lean that heavy into it, <laughs> I respect that. I love the purple and gold. I know you do. Um, <laughs> their stadium, I haven't been to it. I've heard incredible things. I mean, right on the water. But for me, they're the only Pac-12 team to make the playoffs so far. Ooh. I think I have that right. I don't think Oregon made it. I think Oregon was there before. I think they're the only Pac-12 school to make the playoff. They got shellacked. But... They made it, so I got to give it up to him. I'm going to double check that stat. <laughs> check it out because <laughs> I don't want to get. I, let's correct it first if we have to. All right, I'll double check. All right, uh, okay, we're getting down to the wire. At least they were the two left. Recent. Two left. We have two left. Okay, go UCLA. Uh, I like the Rose Bowl. Been there a few times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I like the setting. I like I like the setup. It's a cool place. And this isn't football related, but it's John Wooden. For those old enough to remember oh, John yeah, Wooden. I, I just bought his book, by the way. Did you? Yeah, I love that book. It's, his his influence, I think, still is throughout the entire oh. athletic department of That's a good UC, one. UCLA, which goes into football. The way he coached, his personality, his integrity. Yeah, John Wooden. Okay. I think it's cool that your home stadium's the Rose Bowl. Yeah, it's sweet. I mean, you can't beat that. Like, the tr- the tradition, the, that's just cool that you get to play all your games in that stadium. Um, I was looking up this this study and that said that UCLA is the 10th most popular team in the country. And that was... No a, way. It was a survey... Population-based. ...done by 103 million people who had attended or watched a college football game in 2021. And UCLA was the 10th most popular team in the country. Well, that's... So I think we talked, you know, Oregon, I think you have that national brand recognition. I think UCLA has that. And I think that's cool. Man, imagine if they were good. Okay, that's cool. Okay, <clears throat> <clears throat> fine. Can't take it back. Um, my two, one, Rose Bowl. Now, I've been to the Rose Bowl. And then I've been to UCLA games at the Rose Bowl. Yeah, I just like this massive stadium. Difference. Massive difference. Um, I love the tailgating on the golf course right there. Yeah. yeah. My second is that DTR is not there anymore. <laughs> well, that's positive. Very positive. <laughs> I mean, that that's is positive. positive. There you go. Okay, the here we one. go. Hold on, you have to go last. Okay. Go. The well, one. Yeah. Usk. <clears throat> the Trojans. Now, I put this on, uh, on Twitter, so this isn't new, and we've had an episode... My top helmet is the USC helmet of all fo- college football, not just the Pac-12. Right, all college football. That is now. I, I really, I just like the look. I like the traditional look of it. I really like their metallic, more modern look. So hey, man, I I, I think their helmets are sweet. Okay, go. You're sick. Go ahead. <laughs> I got. I'll. I was going to say, but I'll modify. I was going to say I, as a positive. I like the cheerleader sweaters. Okay, that's traditional. Let's, you know what I mean? Let's, yeah, I'm more of very a war, stylish. A I like that style. Leader fan myself, but I get it. You've, I mean, but I'll just say this. I mean, it all, it all. Well, I was serious about that too. But in this, yeah, no doubt. I'm envious of all their national titles over the years. Okay, that's what we're chasing. I'll t- that would take forever, but hey, props are props, and it's just good that we've beat them three times in a row. But I, okay, nationals. They've got the national championships. Very envious of that. I mean, holy cow! Um, for me, it's the the biggest thing is you can't tell the story of college football without USC. Hmm. I mean, you there's certain programs: Notre Dame, Alabama, USC. You just and maybe I'm missing one or two, Michigan. But USC is one of the top programs. Ever, I mean, and some of the players that have gone through there, I mean, you just you can't tell oh, the story no. without USC. And it's that's college football. They are college mm. football. It's it was fun when they sucked. Let's be honest. It was really fun. It's good for college football that they're back. Wow. Okay. Now I can go back to hating on them. But let's <laughs> all right. Hit record, everybody. This is going to be good. I, is it? Yeah. I mean, it, they've they're a legacy team. And what's so impressive to me is they had those years of not doing very well and yet still 
every year they'd be in the national conversation, even on their down years. And right away, they've already been put back in that conversation. I mean, they deserved it. They would, had a good season last year. Um, so I think that's cool. I think, I think the way you put it was really, was good. Yeah. My second thing is they have the most good-looking football player to ever play the sport, and that's Reggie Bush. Hey, he hit a hole-in-one the other day playing golf, so he could do it all. So congrats to you, you You think USC. he's the best-looking college football player of all time? Yes. That's our next poll question. <laughs> That'll be a good poll question. Reggie Bush is your positive. All right, feel free in the, in the <laughs> comments to... Uh, that was hard. Okay, I need to go take a shower. That, I, that was like, that okay. Do. I'm not kidding. I was done. driving and coming up with some of those was a stretch. We're done. Arizona we don't have to like, do that again. Freak. <laughs> All right. So just two things real quick before we're done. I do want to get your opinion on the SEC and their schedule. They're scheduling... <sighs> Eight conference games. Losers. The only the only league that does it that way. Everyone else plays nine as far as I understand it. What do you think about that? They're playing the game very smart. They're trying to get two teams in the playoff. And then we got the twelve coming up. They yeah. They know look, they're they're gaming the system. Until there's a rule that says you have to play nine, they're gonna play eight and they're gonna play teams like Brown University and the Citadel you know, on week eleven and twelve. Leading up to like it, they're they're gaming the system. I, I hate it, but yeah. it's smart of them. I think it's bull crap. But until it doesn't benefit them, they're going to keep doing it. Like why would money? They, can you imagine? Why would they stop doing that when they are rewarded for doing that every single year? So until they get punished and not be put in the playoffs, of course they're going to keep doing it. I think it's garbage. But I, why would you stop? Okay, there's I can see it, but think about. Some of these teams playing the ninth game, how much money, how much revenue? They're going to make more revenue. The SEC could bring that one game throughout the league and what that could mean. You know how much revenue? Okay, a lot. A lot. But if they say, okay, we're going to play that game, or I'm going to get Alabama and Georgia. They would still get them in. Not necessarily. Well, now with 12 teams coming up, they're going to be able to do it. Oh, now with 12 teams, they're going to get four teams in. Because next year, (laughs) they've they've kept eight. Right. I think it's pathetic. I think they ought to play like everybody else. I there do needs too. To be parity, but they I shouldn't be getting an advantage over every other conference. Every pa- or Power Five conference should have the same rules. I don't know why they don't. Mm-hmm. You either play eight or nine conference games. You should either have divisions or not. Like I feel like there should just be the, the same rules across the board. But it they're, is. they're okay. taking advantage of it's it. It's interesting. Your, your next question. Okay, final just final thought. Then we got to go. Uh, Las Vegas Golden Knights won the Stanley Cup. Any final thoughts on that? Go Knights, go. Yeah, they were the best team. It was great. It was exciting. Best play of the playoffs. I know what you're going to say. It was when Kolasar, who's a big dude, you want to talk about big Knocked out Mr. Tough Guy Kachuk, busted his sternum in in a very clean hit. Okay. Greatest play of the playoffs. But the dude played the next played game the next with game. a broken sternum. Sort of played. Gary. He missed like a period. Okay, but he had the but best chances. Fine. Okay. <laughs> but he knocked him out of the last game. Real quick, That though. injury knocked him out of game yeah. five. He legitimately, if you don't know the story, he busted his sternum to the point where the pregame nap he took, his brother had to help him get dressed. His teammates had to tie his skates for him. 
and help him put his jersey on. He went out and had their three best chances to tie the game up late in the game. That's a man for okay. a hockey player. That's right fine. There. It is, but could <laughs> Mr. Tough Guy Kachuk, who's always trying to rub everyone's face and fight and be tough, got, got knocked out. Blown up for doing it. That was a beautiful mo- moment mean, of the game. I would never would have if it never would have expected that game, the last game, nine to three. Awesome. That's insane. And then <laughs> to watch the parade oh, and that's our car. Will, Carlson? William Carlson's. <laughs> Drunken this guy doesn't speech. even know what he said. Fell down the stairs on his way off the stage. It was great. I love that Vegas one. I think that was it was great. It was awesome. I love it. Congrats when, to them. When uh, Utah has a hockey team, we'll talk about that too. <laughs> All right. Anything? Any parting thoughts? Go youth. Um, the reasons that uh, Isaac Wilson's at the U is because of his brother Zach Wilson. We didn't talk about that, but maybe on the next podcast we'll bring that up. Thanks very much. Maybe we might. He was, anyway, okay. <laughs> Teaser for there next time. There we go. <laughs> Hi, I'm Cindy Lauper. My scalp was covered with psoriasis. Felt like I was trapped between a rock and a hard place. Then I started Cosentix. Cosentix Secukinumab is prescribed for adults with moderate to severe black psoriasis, 300 milligram dose. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. Before starting, get checked for TB. Serious allergic reactions, severe skin reactions that look like eczema, and an increased risk of infections, some fatal, have occurred. Cosentix may lower ability to fight infections, so tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms like fevers, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, had a vaccine or plan to, or if IBD symptoms develop or worsen. Learn more at Cosentix.com or 1-844-COSENTIX. Cosentix works for me. Ask your doctor about Cosentix. Hey, parents. Greenlight is here to take one big thing off your to-do list, teaching your kids about money. With a Greenlight debit card and money app of their own, kids and teens learn to earn, save, and invest. You can send money instantly, set flexible controls, and get real-time notifications of your kids' money activity. Set up chores and put allowance on autopilot to reward them for their hard work. Then learn about the world of money together. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com slash podcast.